0: Baby, baby, baby! We are back. For NFL. Week eleven. We're drying our tear-filled eyes because, frankly, Thursday night was devastating. We are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. We are the DFS Army show that focuses on your season-long fantasy leagues. Of course, we're here to talk about our favorite sleepers and streamers, aka our flex pays. Mister Brandon Adam. I'm your host, Flex Shane. Brandon, we got a big show. It is officially crunch time baby how you doing my man
1: awesome brother awesome i'm just getting this playoff push going making trades trying to fix teams that i got some issues with That these uh with andrews going down joe burrow going down i mean this has been one hell of a year
0: man I I got Andrews in a few leagues, and they are vultures out there. Immediately last night after the game, when Mark Andrews was officially ruled out, I got so many damn trade offers for like replacement level tight ends for starting players, and I just like this is this is where we're at. But unfortunately, sometimes you have to make some tough decisions. Of course, we got our guy Mike Yeager in the chat. And oh yes, good sir. Today it is Flex Shane on the airways with you. Brandon is or uh, Brandon, of course, my guy is here. But Flex Matt, he's on the bench last week. Oh, yeah, there we go, Michael Walters. Strong mustache game. So, listen, before <laughs> we get into it, Brandon, okay? So, I'm not just growing this That's for awesome. my health. Well, technically, I am growing this for my health. But I am on a Movember team. Um, it's, it's a team with my work. And, uh, <laughs> listen, I work in transportation. And our team name is called the Choo Choo Stash Crew. So, um, little plug here for you. If you do want to go and donate, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll take your cold, hard American cash. Uh, I'm based here in Canada, but if you do want to go donate, I did include the donation link in the, in the show description. It's the last thing I'm going to say about it. No pressure, but it is for a good cause. Help us raise a little bit of money. We are like 500 bucks away from our goal of $3,000 for our team. So go help us out. Go let us uh, help us smash that $3,000. goal that we have. So Brandon, our goal this week, as is our goal every week, is to smash our competition. And this week, brother, there are a few teams on by some of them not quite as fantasy relevant, but you got your, your Falcons on by you got the Colts on by the Patriots, which that's zero impact to our fantasy teams. And then the Saints are on by Alvin Kamara coming back from the suspension has been on a tear pretty much, but frankly, there's a lot of good matchups this week. The ones that I'm particularly targeting based off the over-unders, we're going to talk about some of the players in the games today, Chicago with Detroit over under 48. Arizona at Houston over under 48 and then Dallas at Philly baby over under of uh, hmm. I know, I'm excuse me. No, not Dallas and Philly. What am I talking about over here? We got uh, yeah. Chicago at Detroit and Arizona at Houston are our two favorites, Brandon. We're going to talk about a few of those players on the team, but overall, like how, how do we feel about Thursday night game? Like Joe Burrow just eviscerates the rest of our season. Where are we at? <sighs> just high level on Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Joe Mixon. What are your thoughts on those players?
1: I think Joe Mixon's going to be even more involved than usual um, for the rest yep. of the way out with this. Uh, with Browning being in at quarterback. I think Jamar Chase is going to end up being a target hog and ended up could be just the first read and Browning just keeps running and just tries to make plays from there. Um, I think T. Higgins is going to take a massive hit with this uh, injury. Yeah. Browning is very good to be able to – sort through uh, different options of the offense. So I really think it's going to be one read and then play make at that point. And hopefully he can move because he can run a little bit, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm selling T Higgins at this point. Um, I just sold him in dynasty last this week. Uh, but chase, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to have a monster target share. So he's pretty much insulated. I don't think he's going to have that elite number one upside, but I think he's going to still be a top, you know, five wide, wide receiver option every single week.
0: Well, so you and Matt had our trade show last week, which was fantastic. Fantastic show. Got a lot of engagement from our, from our viewers, which is what we love. And listen, again, if you actually enjoy what you're listening to or what you're watching, it helps us a ton. If you go and add some comments, if you like, obviously if you're not Mm -hmm. subscribed to the channel, help us out, do us a solid, make sure you're subscribed to the channel and hit that bell. So that whenever we do go live, typically it's every Saturday morning around this time, Talking about our favorite flex plays of the week. Help us grow this channel. Listen, we are a different channel. We are a a sister channel to Mm -hmm. the main DFS Army site. Of course, man, our members over at DFS Army, Brandon, like showdown again. We had top 10 of the showdown matchups again this week. Our our winners are winning. our, Our members are winning thousands of dollars. We've got the Discord answering all your start sick questions. We don't just do fantasy football. We do basketball. We do hockey. We do NASCAR, which... Formula One in Vegas. So far, no looking so good. Not a hot start for the that, that Formula One in Vegas, but we do it all. <laughs> you are DJs like us, but you don't want to just focus on one sport. Go check it out. Get a VIP membership over at dfsarmy.com. Follow that affiliate link down in the show description. But Brandon, enough dilly-dallying, enough chit-chat. Let's go. Let's talk about some of our favorite flex plays of the week. He's my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy, my rotten soldier. He's my sweet cheese. A good time boy. Listen, okay, I just gotta say, Michael Yeager, this mustache does not work. I I've gotten a shocking amount of I don't know, somewhat compliments, but uh, so far I think the ladies like it. The ladies the like of the mustache. So listen, I told my <laughs> wife Mike that if she wants me to shave it off at the end of this month, she's gonna have to go and donate. So she's gonna have to follow that link, donate to our Movember Mo- fund. Brandon Adam, give me your. Favorite, your most tantalizing flex play
1: this week in fantasy football? All right. I'm going down to Houston. I think Devin Singletary is set for a big week against those Arizona Cardinals. Bottom three team in rush defense against the running back position and fantasy points allowed. I just think with Demi and Pierce being out, this clears the pathway and clears the workload for him in all um, game scripts. I don't think he'll be game script out this week. I think this ends up being one of my favorite games to target this week. Um, I think this is a a smash over game with Kyler Murray coming back, going up against Stroud. I think this is going to be a fun one um there's multiple plays in this in this game and Devin singletary should be getting a ton of work last week um his he owned all, 72% of the rush attempts for the team last week he led the t- led the backfield with 75% snap rate last week um he he was in for 53% of the routes ran by the running back position for the Houston Texans so it's obvious this is their guy while D- uh, damian pierce is out um give me him in this possible shootout I love Devin Singletary this week
0: yeah I mean he is a absolute smash this week if you have him you have to be playing him uh implied team total for this game is 26 points for the Houston Texans going up against Arizona it's a 26 ranked matchup which is a good thing of course and for our projection over at the matchup tool Brandon we have him at 15.36 PPR points so it's going to be an absolute smash. And listen, like CJ Stroud for MVP. There you go. If, I listen, like if they can somehow make a run, get into the playoffs, then maybe he will be considered for MVP certainly he's going to be the rookie MVP offensive rookie MVP. I don't see any other player right now that really even is at the same level in terms of just the overall impact to the game. Bryce Young, man, like, where are we at on Ugh. Brandon? Like, is he worth anything, right? I mean, obviously, he's worth something. So, right so, 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 so. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I think he is, he's been, he's been set up to fail kind of this year um, yeah. with what's surrounding him. He's a type of quarterback where he, he's Brock Purdy, but on a bad team. And that's what Brock Purdy would look like if he had no, Wide receiver options and no real run game to actually hand the ball off. So, this is what would end up to Purdy, but Purdy is lucky enough to be in the Niners situation. Bryce Young was selected first overall in a situation where it's putrid. Um, they're going to have to spend three year, two year, two draft classes to build around Bryce Young. Just truly see what Bryce Young is going to be, but at this point, I don't, I don't like them. I, I, really, I didn't like them pre-draft. If you listen to our dynasty rookie draft run-up to everything this year, you yeah. would have known that all of us here at, at this channel really didn't believe Bryce Young as the number one uh, quarterback. Um, so it's just what it is. We were all for Stroud this year. Uh, Mike D and I, you, I, I mean, we were pretty heavy into Stroud this year, and I think most of the people that were listening to us this summer understood that Stroud was the guy to target, not young.
0: Yeah. I, I just, he passed a lot of the eye test, right? I mean, you look, you watched this game in college, but really what it was is that, you know, there's a, that Ohio stink quarterback stink, right? Ohio mm-hmm. state that say Ohio stink, Ohio state quarterback stink. That's hard to say. Yeah. Um, but he's proving it. He's proving that he can place the ball and a player, like a quick twitchy guy, like tank Dell, um Nico Collins is going to be back this week. He's off the injury oh, report. Yes. It's going to be yeah. This is going to be a this good is a game. One. We're going to be talking about and they're fun to talk about. Of course, we yes. got our guy Brandon McBroom in the chat. What's going on, Brandon? We got a, uh, so a question B- here from Campbell. Campbell, should he be starting Dak Prescott or Kyler Murray this week? Uh, Dallas going up against Carolina. Obviously, Kyler is going up against the aforementioned Houston Texans. For me, listen at this point, Dak is
1: fire. Man, yeah. Between him and CD, Oof. it it's really ho- okay. This should be a running game bonanza for the Cowboys this week against Carolina. Yep. So that could take some of the upside out of Dak. Uh, but the way he's playing this now, right? Now, him for Kyler, I love Kyler. I'm probably higher on Kyler, Kyler than most. So. If I'm saying start Dak, it's pretty safe to say 80% of anybody you talk to is going to say start Dak over Kyler. So, if you if you if you are going for upside, I get it. Kyler Murray should be in a shootout here. I don't think Carolina is going to be in a shootout at all. I think it's going to be uh, I think Dak is probably going to be done after three quarters here against Carolina. Mm. So I think that's a possibility like it was last week. So, but he went been crazy last week, so it doesn't matter, but that was against, Dallas, you know,
0: Dallas Cowboys against, are so funny because yeah, well, the Giants are abysmal right now, but the, yeah. like they, Dallas, like right now, they are like if we're gonna win this game, we're not gonna keep it close. If we're the favorite, we're gonna go in, we're gonna be a juggernaut, we're gonna score points. So yeah. you know that. And here's the thing: if Dak's sitting, I mean, yes, I know. I mean, everybody's talking right now that it's gonna be a Tony Pollard week. That the rest of the season schedule is very favorable for Tony Pollard. Huge. If we like that. Obviously, that's huge. And Carolina is actually surprisingly challenging against both the running, the quarterback, and the wide receivers, but. Man, Dak yep. Prescott is on a tear right now. I just can't sit him. The one thing, you know, just the argument for a Kyler is that we did see that he actually was running last week. And that's important, right? How about
1: that, dude? I was like, he was actually like no hesitation, dude. Like that's, that was a huge thing for me to see was there is zero hesitation when he flipped his hips and looked upfield. He literally put his foot in the ground and went for it. And that is impressive. A first week back—that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. That's what that's what we draft Kyler Murray
0: for. That's where all his upside yeah. is. Um, Hollywood Brown didn't have a shockingly great season, but obviously, you know, outlook our game last week, no. but outlook for the rest of the season, I I think we're pretty huge. Hollywood.
1: He's he One of the guys
0: you talked about on the Trade Four Show last week. Yep. Um.
1: And so I cool. said last week it was going to be a Trey McBride week. I didn't say it was going to be a Mar- Marquise Brown week last week. Trey McBride should have another good week this week. Uh the Houston Texans are abysmal against the tight end position. Um, but the good thing is Marquise Brown should have a bounce back. He leads uh he leads the league in um uh, fantasy points from the slot at five, 5.8 uh, per game. So that is where you attack this Houston Texans uh defense is from the slot. So go for it. I like I like Marquise Brown. Start Marquise Brown this week.
0: Okay, Brandon McBroom is talking about how he has just Deontay Johnson in his flex. I'm not sure if that's a question or a statement, Brandon. Obviously, it's probably more of a statement because we don't have any Yikes. there. I listen. I've I've got Deontay in a bunch of leagues because I was super high in him, yeah. both in Dynasty and in my uh, redraft leagues. And half my leagues, I'm starting him. Half of them, I'm, I'm sitting him. They're going up against Cleveland this week. Cleveland, obviously, yeah. it's going to be without Deshaun Watson for the balance of the year. <sighs> I, I can't. I, I just can't do it. I just I'm not doing it. It's, it's risky <laughs> as all hell, man. I'm not doing we saw it. we've or we've seen that Kenny Pickett can just say, you know what? F you, Deontay. Like, I'm just not gonna throw to you uh, who who are your choices, Brendan? And also,
1: and also Pat Fryermuth is back off IR. Um, that's another yep. pass weapon that's being activated for this week. Yep. So that's even more of a spread with Kenny Pickett. So I'm I, yeah, I'm sitting I'm I'm sitting anybody playing against Cleveland Browns, dude. D- that defense is just different. Like it's just different, especially when you got a below average quarterback, like Kenny Pickett. And, yeah. oh. you know, like it's just, you know, it, I'm not, I'm not starting any Steelers this week, except for uh, Jalen Warren. That's it. Kenny Pickett isn't
0: even a below average quarterback. He's like a bottom five quarterback. And yeah, of he's, I was being nice. I was being nice. Jesus. I mean, technically, you're not wrong when you see it's below average. When he's like yeah. bottom three, yeah, that, that's yeah. pretty much on brand. Listen, okay, I got I'm gonna do my flex, but Mike Yeager, I love. I, by the way, keep, keep him coming, baby. Keep him coming. The more we talk about the stash, the better. Young is worth Shane's mustache. He's not good and won't be good. I can see more of that O line than he can. And I'm five foot five on a good day. I jeez, aye, aye. good lord. Um, okay. Listen, we love you, Mike Yeager, but. <laughs> The stash is awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm the gonna stick with that the stash is awesome. Okay, listen, I'm gonna talk to my my about my first flex play here and yep I think this player is definitively a flex play. So I got Cortland Sutton going up against Minnesota. Overall, that game is a 44.2 over under. Cortland Sutton right now is being started in about 40% of leagues over at Sleeper. It's a Sunday night game, so I love you know I love those Sunday and Monday night hammers, and. Listen, on the season, he's got 92% route run. He's a 19% targets per route run. But this is this is what's key, Brandon. This is what's so key here is that he's has 47% other end zone targets in in yeah. uh, over there in, in Denver. So he's got seven touchdowns on the season, which is a 17% touchdown rate, which frankly isn't sustainable when you look at a large sample size. But crazy things happen, and you just look at that touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Every single week for the last five or six weeks, he's going to continue to just be Russell Wilson's number one target. And listen, the Denver Broncos at this point Mm -hmm. actually look like a respectable team. looks like they are – every single week, we were just looking before the show, a lot of the metrics are their bottom three in, in positions against, right? So fantasy points allowed to wide receivers, fantasy points allowed to running backs, but they are starting to improve. The other thing too that yep. I want to just add is that Russ, when he's been targeting Corland Sutton, has a QB rating of 126, which ranks number nine in the league. So that's pretty solid. I like that. That's per player profiler. And then another than that fun little stat per uh, PFF is the Vikings, who they're playing this week, play zone coverage at a top ten rate. Okay, Sutton has scored 71% of his fantasy points against zone. Okay, so this is the perfect situation. Cortland Sutton, he's definitely one of your flex considerations where you drafted him, where he's been producing this week. The fact that he's touchdown dependent, but spoiler alert, Brandon McBroom, I'm actually starting Cortland Sutton over at Deontay Johnson this week, and I'm confident Yes, that. I have no regrets.
1: So, Love that, dude. Fun. Love that. Love it. Uh, it it's, it's awesome. It's amazing what happens when a competent coach gets involved with a team and you start seeing uh, the Broncos beating, you know, I mean back to back weeks beating Kansas City and then beating the Bills. I mean, that is that what a calling card for Sean Payton and this and this uh team. Um yeah. I don't think Wilson's going anywhere this offseason. I think they're building around this guy like they were planning on doing. Yeah. I think yeah. Russell is starting to get back into his rhythm of you know of offense and guess why guess what why yeah Javante Williams my guy Javante Williams is back Javante Williams is looking like a league winner I really hope people listened last uh last uh week when we talked about him um being our one of our, our targets as a trade cast target that guy is going to be a star in 2024 and, and beyond in this offense with Sean Payton, and it starts from two weeks ago. It You could see it in the usage metrics. What, with Javante Williams, McLaughlin is gone. Javante Williams is a smash the rest of the way. I absolutely love the Denver Broncos uh, this week against the Vikings, especially Cortland Sutton. I don't give a – Judy is nice, but it's obvious that Russ – has a chemistry with Sutton when he's in trouble. On third down and in the red zone, it's Sutton time. Sutton time, baby. Sutton time. All right, mm-hmm. we got a few
0: more questions yep. here in the chat, Brandon. Uh, we got a guy, Flex Matt, coming in here. Pittsburgh defense or Detroit defense? So Pittsburgh is talk, is going up against Cleveland, and Detroit is going up against Chicago. Cleveland starting Dorian Thompson-Robinson this, this week. The rookie, a little bit more prepared, right? He's got the week to prepare. Or... I'm going Steelers fields. I'm going Steelers here. Yeah. Justin fields sounds like, well, he is going to play this week. He is prone to sacks. He is prone to making um, turnovers, but at this stage, man, Pittsburgh is winning games because of their defense. And I just have a little more faith in that defense. They, they,
1: they, they they do have one chink in the armor, the Steelers defense, and it's the brush and it's the rush defense. Um, Running backs have been quite successful against the Pittsburgh. I was going to talk about that later, um but uh just a little teaser um we'll just we'll talk about that a little bit teaser. later yeah. yeah and okay so
0: <laughs> brandon so brandon mcbroom has dubs or Deontay johnson yeah i'm probably still starting Deontay johnson yep. there I just it's Deontay, Deontay johnson right Jeez. Now, unfortunately. yeah oh man listen Deontay's still good Deontay's still good all he needs is a bloody targets, but going up against cleveland that's just if it, it frightens me I'm, I'm a frightened little boy when when i'm looking at that matchup um okay brandon give me your second flex play of the week
1: Right so now. I'm staying in the same game, same offense, same, same, same game, same offense. I love tank Dell this week. Tank Dell uh, is going to absolutely smash this week. Uh, he, he's been coming on lately as well. And, uh, are you, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you, brother. Okay. Okay. I, I, I was see. sorry. Um, yeah, so he's going to go up against Marco Wilson. He is an absolute sieve. He gives up 12.5, uh, fantasy points, Per game allowed by Marco Wilson, <laughs> he can't guard anybody. So Nico Collins is coming back on the other side, but with this information, the weakest DB in the Arizona uh, Cardinals defense is Marco Wilson. So target against him. Tank Dell is going to be getting majority of the snaps against him, and let's let's uh, let's let's take take advantage of that that uh, matchup. And start Tank Dell this week. Uh, I think, like I said, this is going to be a Stroud shootout with Kyler Murray this week. I think the over on all points, um, and I think it's because Stroud is just clicking. And this offense with Noah Brown being down to this, uh, yeah. with Nico coming in, Noah Brown's coming out, so no role is going to change for Tank Dell here. It's only going to be able be the same role, and he's getting volume with in there and Arizona can't it can't guarding the slot so take advantage of it
0: take advantage of it and listen over at dfsarmy.com I'm sure you've heard of the website Brandon we have something called the chalkboard and this is a look at both DraftKings and FanDuel in terms of which players are projected to be the chalkiest aka the most played and over at DraftKings at 18.1% one seven percent ownership projection is Mister A Tank Adele. Now, granted, that's also that. related to his salary, but fragment. Yes. yeah, no, it's
1: he's it's because of matchup. On. The matchup is there. Marco yeah. Wilson is terrible. We've been we've been targeting this guy all year long. It, it, no matter who is the team going against them, I've been targeting Marco Wilson, and it's been a profitable idea. So let's just yeah. let's just do it. Let's go, Tink Dell, even though Nico Collins is back. I get that. That's usually the number one. But the Cardinals aren't that bad against the outside wide receiver. It's the slot. And I think Tink Dell is going to take full advantage of it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, ugh, I'm looking at it here. So in terms of fantasy points allowed, actually 76% is allowed going out to the wide outs. Whereas twenty four percent is against the slot, but again, it also depends on that chemistry, right? So I could see, mm-hmm. I could see it's going to be a good game for Tink Dell, and sometimes you got to just follow the talent, right? Clearly, Stroud has a built-in chemistry with Tank Dell, all mm-hmm. one hundred sixty-five pounds of them, and you got to just smoke him if you got him, baby, because that's. What and no, and about.
1: Noah Brown is out. That's a huge deal here. Yeah. Noah Brown isn't going to be siphoning any uh, targets off of them. This is this is where uh, people won't realize that you know for Tank Dell. That's why I like Tank Dell a lot this week. Nico Collins is okay this week. I'd rather have. I think Tank Cal has more points than Nico this week. Just okay, more so because
0: the PPR points, like just the fact is, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Who's more? I think he's going to get volume.
1: Yeah, what's that? Who's more likely to get a touchdown? Well, I mean, let's let's be real here. It's Nico. probably Nico. N- okay. Yeah. So Nico. I, if you're I- if you're betting a touchdown, Nico. If you're betting overall fantasy points, I think it's going to be Tank Dell this week. Um, okay. But like okay. I said, I think it's over on this whole whole game.
0: With everybody, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm starting both these guys. If if I had by chance Nico and Tank on, on my team, both players on my team, I'm starting on both of them.
1: Could you imagine? Um,
0: that would be pretty insane.
1: Having oh, having a Stroud, Nico, if you if you were that smart to do that, <laughs> like fade, fading quarterback, fading your number one wide right receiver, and having Nico Collins, like that would be one hell of a game-winning strategy. Let it let it be said, Brandon. We
0: focus so much time on the draft. But it's always, just, it's always a fun exercise when you go look at your team that you drafted compared to the team at the end of the season. And yep. typically 25%, 30% of your players are going to be the same because most people didn't, unless it was a two-quarterback league, most people didn't draft CJ Stroud. You probably drafted Nico Collins. But most people didn't draft Tank Dell unless he was like a, a last-round flyer, right? But yep. for the most part, you know, especially in best ball leagues, Tank Dell was going in rounds 15,
1: 16, 17, yep. right? Like he was barely getting drafted, so... Yeah, he, he, he was a, he's been a league winner for for this whole time, and you yeah. know for next year I'm gonna be, because of the class, quarterback class coming in, yeah, I think I'm gonna be fading quarterback, and some of these older names at quarterback I'm not gonna be dealing with. I'm gonna I'm gonna be drafting a lot of rookie quarterbacks in my redraft and going and going for it with CW or Drake May next year, um, and try and get that. Trying to get that value, hit that value with the rookie quarterbacks. because one of them's gonna pop. One of them is. It has yeah, to, it has pop.
0: to. Or yeah. both of are probably gonna pop. Yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of this renaissance for quarterback. But I mean, if you do look at the top end quarterbacks that were drafted this year, obviously Mahomes has been a bit of a disappointment, which yep. in any given week he could be the QB one still. So that's why yep. you draft him as a QB one. But Jalen Hurts, he's been performing. Josh Allen, he's been performing. Um one of the fringe guys, I mean, when Justin Fields was playing, he was playing okay. Lamar Jackson's playing okay. Uh, Joe Burrow, obviously, you know, rest in peace for the rest of his season. But um, if you fade a quarterback, you're probably doing okay this year. Yep. Let's let's move on to one of my flex plays. You've already judged me about it, but I feel like there <laughs> needs to be discussed He is being started in 66% of leagues. So ah, we're right on that fringe of is this guy acceptable? But listen, it's my show today. So I'm going to talk about this player because I just feel like we need to acknowledge the fact that Brian Robinson going up against the New York Giants. Antonio Gibson has been ruled out down. down. It is the perfect situation for Brian Robinson. And listen, I don't know, man. Like we had a ton of discussion in the offseason about Antonio Gibson versus Brian Robinson, and we had him back to back in our rankings. But I definitively had Antonio Gibson ranked ahead Brian Robinson. It mm. just hasn't worked out. It just has not worked out. And sometimes we try he to. He was coming on, right? He was coming on, but we started. We tried to think ourselves. Like <laughs> it's, Ron Rivera, for whatever reason, just didn't like Antonio Gibson. He didn't trust him in the offense. Maybe it was the turnovers. I don't know, but there's something, right? Something that didn't jive. Whereas Brian Robinson was the opposite. This was the guy who was like, it's like his nephew or something like that, right? It's like, you know what, brother, just come on to the field. Just come on to the field. And yep. he's been performing this week. Okay. Oh, he, um, he had a
1: career year. He had a career game against my Seahawks. <laughs> he yes. was unstoppable, dude. And um, even wait. Gibson smashed last week. I mean, even he yes. did good. Like it was bad.
0: Okay. So last week, just to talk about how well he did, it was. The big thing is is that uh, Brian Robinson generally is not known for his pass-catching prowess, right? But he went 6-for-6 for for 119 yards and a touchdown last week uh, up against Seattle, like you mentioned. On the season, he has a 60% rush share, which is going to continue. It's going to be Chris Rodriguez backing him up this week. So 60 is probably going to go up to 70 75%. So we love the usage there. In terms of fantasy points per opportunity, okay, so that's per touch essentially. .98 fantasy points that ranks number 8. He's number four in efficiency in yards created after the first created evaded tackle. That's a stat per player profiler.com. And wow. here's the thing. Even though he's not explosive, he's explosive. He's number 10 in breakaway runs with six. So he's showing that he can catch the ball. He's showing that he's got the trust of the, of the, of the coaching staff. And when he has the ball, he's be, been very efficient when he's touching it. Brian Robinson for most of the season has been touchdown dependent. This week going up against the New York Giants. I think he's an absolute must start. Um the main reason I want to talk to him about him this show is because chances are he is one of your flex players in terms of where you've been drafted, but you got to start Brian Robinson this week if you got him. Smoke him if you got him, in the words of Flex Matt.
1: Oh, dude, I, I I like that a lot. Um, with Gibson going down, that's a smash smash play. I think with Gibson going down, though, I think a sneaky play. I'm I'm looking for uh, his DB right now. Um, is actually, I think Curtis Samuel is somebody that I, yeah. Curtis Samuel's to me lining up against Nick McLeod of the New York Giants, seventy uh, sixth yep. overall cornerback by Player Profiler. Um, I I just I just think. If you look, if you think about what they were doing early in the season where when Antonio Gibson wasn't doing anything, it was because they were running Curtis Samuel on sweeps and they were doing and he was lining up out of the slot majority of the time. And he was getting heavy weighted targets in the red zone and third down plays, right? So with Gibson going down, I think if you are in a bind and you need somebody, Curtis Samuel could be a guy that could bail you out. I think I think he could be uh in the end zone this week. Um I think it's it, it just Run Rivera I can't wait for this guy to be fired. Um I, I I I can't cuz Washington's going to miss the playoffs. I can't no. wait for him to be fired and they're going to move on from him because this team's too talented for his shenanigans, man. Shenanigans. Like it for what <laughs> this team had like he has little shenanigans where he thinks he's Bill Belichick and he's gonna bench good players just yeah. to, just because he wants to be a you know AKA a dick. Like it's just it just like it's not professional. It happened with John Dotson. It's it happened with Gibson. It, these are highly ta- talented, highly drafted players that he literally is just let just melt away and not use. And they have their outbursts, but it's like it's just it's just sickening to me that that's happened to those two players. Um a little a little bit of a a, a fun uh projection into the future. Antonio Gibson free agent this year will not be signed again by Washington. Whoever picks up that man and if he gets a ro- a, a good role, I like him in dynasty as a cheap buy window now.
0: I could see a team like Philadelphia
1: going after him, right? But that's I could see many teams going after him. Yeah, I, I could see is. many. Did you, it? The, you know what's even crazier? So I was listening to uh, Pat Kerwin, and they were talking to Pete Carroll before the game last week. Yeah. And they weren't talking about Brian Rob. Pete Carroll did not talk about Brian Robinson, dude. He was talking about Antonio Gibson on how talented Antonio Gibson was and that th- – that they were uh, they had a huge problem with them the year prior because Antonio Gibson had like a career day against Seattle two years ago. So that's how much respect Antonio Gibson gets from a guy like Pete Carroll, and it's just it's just it's mind-boggling that he doesn't get a real real shot. It's just crazy. But Brian Robson's really good. They have a good scheme there in Washington for the run game. Smash play, like it. Smash play. Uh, we got a comment here from Cat for Life. What's going
0: on, Cat for Life? So his. He or she is asking your thoughts on Sam Howell, just traded for him. Man, Sam Howell's been on fire, <laughs> on yeah. fire, uh, like uh, yeah. all season, right? He's QB4 on the season, so that is a smash. But even just the last couple weeks, I mean, like, Brandon, look at the, look, my god, he, in terms of his, like, I'm just looking at you, just look at his pass attempts. This is going backwards, okay 44, 45, 52. 42, he had only had 23 (laughs) against Atlanta, but the week before that, 51 against Chicago, 41 against Philadelphia, 29 versus Buffalo, 39 versus Denver, 31 versus Arizona. Okay, he's had literally one game where he's had less than 30. Cap, key, what's going on, brother? Um,
1: And guess guess what? In our bold calls, in our bold calls pod, I said that Sam Howe is going to outscore Anthony Richardson this year and I think even with Anthony Richardson being a healthy Anthony Richardson that Sam Howell would still be content still be outscoring um, uh, Anthony Richardson this year. I've been a big believer in Sam Howell I think he, he has shades of Russell Wilson. Um, yeah. To me, with the way he plays the game, he is a mobile quarterback, strong arm quarterback, short, stocky, mobile quarterback that can run the football and throw it deep. Has strong arm strength deep. Um, I, Biondi, I. I'm kind of curious to see what the, uh, Washington's going to do this offseason season um, with with uh, in terms of their QB position. Um, with them trading away all their pass rushers, they stack some picks up. They got two and a yeah. three. I, I'm curious to see if they're going to try and get a quarterback in there or not. Um, with Ron Rivera, it, I think Ron Rivera, if he stays, Howell stays. If Ron Rivera gets fired, there's might be a chance Sam Howell doesn't get the shot and they get a draft a quarterback.
0: I think Sam Howell has played well enough to garner a yes. position as a starting quarterback. Yes. Just the fact yes. that they are asking him to throw so much, like they're putting the game in his hands. Dude, and so far he's doing he's pretty him. well, right? Like,
1: yeah. The reason they're losing is not because of Sam Howell. No, right? they're losing because of their defense. What Ron Rivera was supposed to be a defensive guy, right? It, like, and then they trade away Chase Young for peanuts, and they trade away Mark uh, Montez Sweat for peanuts. It's just, it's just to me, it's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I think the organization they they literally had a meeting before this trade deadline and said. We are tanking the rest of the way. We don't – we're going to rebuild, and we're going to yeah. we're going to move on with the new face, and I think Ron Rivera is going to be fired in the offseason. Yeah,
0: you know, I didn't think this would be a Sam Howell show, but I'm just yeah. looking at his, his,
1: his outlook here.
0: So obviously he's going up against the Giants this week. Then he's going up against Dallas on Week 12. That one's a little bit tough. Then Miami in Week 13, I love that matchup. Week 14, he's got his bye, which is a little challenging, right? Uh, that's kind of the last week before the fantasy football playoffs. Then he's against the Rams, like that matchup, a Jets tough, San Francisco tough. So his last yeah. two games in the fantasy football playoffs are a little bit rough, but it could be a situation where volume trumps all, right? If he's going well, to, that, the that,
1: to me, that tells me with those, with those, with those matchups, I'm almost like sell high in redraft and see what you can yeah. get for Sam Howell. And maybe you could target a quarterback with a good schedule. Um, And maybe you can get peace, you know, that you need if you have two for some reason i don't know sam Howell was a qb2 for most of the teams i got him for um so i can sell one of my quarterbacks so you're sam Howell is somebody i'm i don't think this is going to continue in the fantasy playoffs but as for right now it's impressive and i think he's earned himself the the job for next year um i'm hoping because i think that would be unfair if if this Almost leading NFL in passing yards and passing attempts, and and then yeah. and then doesn't get the job back.
0: Uh, Cap for life. Listen, you're asking some good questions, We'll so appreciate it. Um, with that being said, who do I pick up as my QB two? Derek Carr or Taylor Heineke? Frankly, honestly, Cap, I'm of the belief that you don't pick up a backup quarterback until week 13, the week before, because you're going to be starting Sam Howell every single week, and chances are. Derek Carr, Taylor Heineke, one of these guys is going to be available on your waiver wire. It sounds like it's a one QB league. Now, if it's a QB, if there's a start two quarterbacks, which doesn't sound like it is, oh, you definitely want to have three quarterbacks on your roster. But I just don't see a need for multiple quarterbacks when you've got one guy that you're going to be starting every single week. It's not going to be a matchup decision. So use that position for a running back. Like I had Ty Chandler in a bunch of my teams, Tajay Spears. He might be out there, out there and available. Like those are the types of players that I would rather have on my bench at this stage because <sighs> they're lending in a bottle. We know what Derek Carr is. We know what Taylor Heineke is. There's no real upside for those players. And chances are, come week 14, on his bye week, you're going to have to go and find a streamer anyways. I would rather use my bench spots for upside players, guys that can make a difference on your team. If, say, we call it contingent upside, right? If if the starting player gets hurt, those are the types of players that I'm going to be targeting, and I'm not going to be rostering a second quarterback in most of my leagues. Brandon, give me your third flex play
1: of the week. My third flex play of the week has been a name that's been on our show a few times, and we've we've been able to call some pretty decent games with this player. I just love the matchup so much that I have to say his name, and his name is Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to be lined up against the CIV, James Bradbury. This guy, this guy, this guy gives up big plays every single week. And the, the, just the Philadelphia secondary is just really bad, guys. Just really bad. Um, I, I'm James Bradbury gives up 14.2 fantasy points allowed per game. That leads the secondary. So that, and, with James Bradbury, it seems like he gets to be in man coverage a little bit. And I like Rasheed Rice, yards after catch. Um, he's going to get some short bubble screens this week, and he's going to be able to get a lot of yards out of it. But where I like, what I like about it is that this is going to be a shootout game, guys. It has to be, right? Philadelphia, Kansas City. Kansas City coming off that putrid loss against Denver. They, they went to their bye week pissed off, right? They went and looked, they were they're retooling, they're trying to figure out who are we gonna feature besides Travis Kelsey? Who the hell are we gonna feature? You know, that and it's not, and it sure as hell isn't gonna be Isaiah Pacheco this week going against the Philadelphia run defense. Okay, they're the number one defense against the run. You do not put if you can sit Isaiah Pacheco, you sit Isaiah Pacheco this week. It's that simple. You what will you attack this Philadelphia defense is through the air and through the secondary and deep and give me uh Rasheed rice that the only uh, wide receiver that actually stands over six foot uh, in that offense, give me him and Patrick Mahomes. in the last few weeks, you can tell he's looking for him more and more and more, even though if the ball doesn't end up going there, he is looking for him. And if he's, He's actually trying to get Rashid Rice the ball. I like Rashid Rice to break out here against the Philadelphia Eagles. How about what do you, what do you say, Flex, Shane?
0: You know, I would be lying if I said I love Rashid Rice as a week-in, week-out starter. But it's a Flex consideration this week, especially because Philadelphia, man, where you score points. They are the stone hardest team going up against the running back. But going yeah. up against a wide receiver, it's not so bad. It is a 28th-ranked matchup. It's awesome. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and then you look at uh, Rashi Rice's uh, targets per route run. He's at 24%. So when he's running routes, which is on the season only 44 target time. But that's going up. That is going up as the season is progressing. He's continuing
1: to get his targets. I don't hate it, man. I do not hate it. Another 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 target of mine in Dynasty. I know I keep talking about Dynasty. I'm a Dynasty nerd. I'm sorry. Dynasty. Rasheed Rice is a buy for me for next season. If you're rebuilding, yeah. Rasheed Rice is a nice buy for next year.
0: Wasn't weren't you looking at a trade offer? It was uh, it was basically two first round picks, two late first round picks, of twenty four and twenty five for Jordan Addison and Rasheed Rice. I said I would I would prefer the picks, but nope. you, take, you never I'll take the take the players. You took- Take the players. See, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just biased, but I'm still not sold on Rashi Rice as a wide receiver. One, if I'm trading away a, a, a first round pick in my dynasty leagues, I want a de facto guaranteed starter that's going to make a difference on my team. Jordan Addison is that I'm not convinced mm-hmm. Rashi Rice is. If you could do one, one, one for, for Jordan Addison, sure, that's fine. But a late, I
1: don't think anybody would do that? They were late. They were a they were late. If they're anything higher than an eight, you know, n- number eight, then I'm with you. But – that let let me let's just see where the end of the season go. At this last bit, remember, remember uh, how many rookies, how many rookie wide receivers just crush at the end of the season because they find it finally clicks and the team finally feeds them. Um, I think that's what's going to end up happening here in Kansas City because Travis Kelsey can't do it all, guys. It's just it. it, yeah. it I think Kansas city's figuring out that they can't do, do it through uh, just Travis Kelsey. Um, When you, when you lose against the, against Denver, that, that should ring some bells to you that, Hey man, like you need to figure out a a playmaker outside of Travis Kelsey in the past game. And I, I think that I saw a crazy stat um, when they were playing against Miami on, on uh, the broadcast, they said, Ever since Tyreek Hill had, was traded, they haven't had a touchdown over twenty yards deep since tra- Tyreek Hill has been traded. The Kansas City Chiefs. So that tells you everything you need to know about what's going on with that offense. That offense is literally uh, checked. Out. It's 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 literally fr- check. It's from eat from line of scrimmage and out. It's not deep. For, back in the day with Tyreek, it was. Deep to low every time for Patrick Mahomes. It's operating in a much different fashion this this year. And that's why with Rasheed Rice um, and his jack ability, that's why they I like him a lot because he's going to be able to take those easy catches and get some and get some yards after the catch.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean Rashi had a pretty like he's got a pretty decent um, resume when you look at his college production. And so it is starting to translate mm-hmm. into the NFL. I don't hate it. I just, I don't know. I'm not quite sold there. And it's one of those situations where you, you have to buy early. Like you have to have that, take that leap of faith with a player like Rashi Rice. I mm-hmm. like the fact that he is starting to, as we progress throughout the season, continue to actually go and show that production. But I don't know. I'm just, I wouldn't trade a first form yet. I'm not quite there yet. I understand why you would do it. I'm not there yet. Let's, um. what are your thoughts on Tyler Lockett? He hasn't practiced. Did he practice yesterday? I'm trying to find – I know we didn't practice Thursday, but I'm trying to find a report to see if he practiced on Friday or not. Did you see that, Brendan? Oh, Brendan. Okay, Brendan, we're, we're, we're losing you a little bit there, brother. Oh, go ahead. I
1: I, right. I didn't hear anything you just said last 30 seconds. Okay, Tyler Lockett, did he practice on Friday? Uh, he had a limited practice, but I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays – And if he does not play, this is only if he doesn't play, guys. I like JSN this week. I think JSN will have a volume spike if Lockett is not in the offense this week. If Lockett is playing, okay, the volume won't be there. JSN's a longer shot. But the good thing is, is that when you are targeting any kind of wide receiver to play against this Rams defense, you want to go through the slot. And JSN has been seventy five percent of the time in the slot and dominates the slot position for the Seattle Seahawks. So, if there is going to be a touchdown this week, I think I think it's going to be JSN this week. And uh, that's a that's a tough call, but that's one that I kind of like. And I've been feeling it all week that he is coming on. Um, JSN is coming on more and more, um, and Pete is starting to allow the kid to breathe a little bit and uh, let him go be a playmaker. I think, I think if Tyler Lockett sits, JSN is a good play this week and to get, at, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of six to eight targets. Uh,
0: another dynasty question for you, Brandon, relative to the other wide receivers in this class.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So let's talk about the first round wide receivers, JSN, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, and Quentin Johnson. will include him. <laughs> How would you rank those wide receivers in Dynasty moving forward starting next year? Because into the season, I had him rank JSN, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, then way further down, Quentin Johnson. Where would you have him right now? Is JSN your first, your second? Yeah.
1: JSN is my first yeah. still because I still think he has the archetype to be a wide receiver one. I, um, I think he – I just – I just feel in the future you don't take that guy that high in, unless you're planning on him being a a wide receiver one for you in the future. Um, I like I like JSN a lot. I think I just think he could do more. Um, Addison's awesome. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. I liked Addison prior. I'm a USC fan. I just I just before the draft I thought JSN fit the mold of a wide receiver one. But hey, man. Addison, when JJ has been out, he's been pretty damn good um, with Kirk Cousins when when J- JJ was out. So I don't know. I, I I pretty dang close. Addison's right there. That's why I said I would take that deal for him with for yeah. a first rounder for him. Um, I think that's an easy slam for me uh, for Addison. Uh, I think I think Dobbs stays in Minnesota. Um, I think Dobbs ends up being their wide their quarterback. Uh, for next year as a bridge quarterback. Um, I think that happens and I think Kirk Cousins ends up ends up leaving and is not a part of the Vikings next year. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, we're gonna
0: Cap's just coming with the with the questions, the hot, the hot questions. We're sure. gonna answer your questions real quick, Cap. Um then we'll talk about my last flex play. Then we'll get yep. the hell out of here, brother. Okay. Sure. So first and foremost, we got a trade question. Does he package? This is, I'm assuming this is season long, cap for life. Does he package Puka Nakua and Daryl Henderson to get DeAndre Swift? He's got Etienne and Singletary. I don't know if I'd do that. I mean, Swift's been pretty good, but I. Puka's still got a 29% target
1: rate. Target share did.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, uh. <laughs> he's kind of come down, back down to earth the last few weeks in terms of his production. I mean, last two weeks he's at, or last week he had to buy, but before going into the buy, he had seven targets, seven targets. Week before that against Pittsburgh, he had 12. So he's he's getting the the target share. It's still Cooper Cup's game. I don't know. It all depends on your wide
1: receivers. Who are your wide receivers? Yeah.
0: I, it's not the like, worst trade. I mean, Daryl Henderson, he's, he's just a, dude in my opinion um that
1: honestly hey so a deep a deep deep play is daryl henderson this week against seattle we just told we just told you how bad seattle was against running back position with brian robinson um daryl henderson has no uh has had plenty of history with seattle um knows exactly what to expect Uh, i i kind of like daryl henderson as a deep deep play uh if you're doing like a dfs um type thing uh like a millie maker i think henderson yeah. would be a fun
0: play fair enough okay last question from cap here so this, i'm assuming this is for this week but would you rather play jsn or puka Nakua? i think jsn puka. honestly puka probably puka and both even if even if the uh, locket sits i'm playing puka over jsn right now yeah. you just you can't deny that volume right now yep. okay so speaking of um listen smoke him if you got him apparently shockingly he's only got a 26 percent projected start rate as of right now over at sleeper <laughs> it's crazy but devon Achan. He's coming off of, he's coming off of uh, the injured reserve this week. He's going to be activated probably later today. He is an absolute lightning in a bottle. He's a cannon. And Ooh. unless you have a very compelling player to start ahead of him, we had a conversation before the show went live. I have a decision between Rashad White and Devon Achan. I'm going with Achan in that case. But... Ooh. I think you've got to start Devon Achan if you got him
1: right now, right? Like what do you think? In him? most case, in, in most cases, because of how bad injuries are, um yeah, I mean, this guy this guy was doing unreal stuff, you know. In weeks three and four, um, he had in weeks three in week three against Denver, he had six red zone carries, um, just absolutely smashed uh Denver and Buffalo. Uh, and then and then what he did to the Giants. I'm, it's just when he plays, he's yeah, you know, the you can't you can't not play him. He might be the most dangerous player in the NFL right now. Um, and that is crazy to say, dude. He's literally Chris Johnson CJ2K. Um, that's who he kind of reminds me of when he yeah. gets into that open field, but I think he's better in, in closed areas than CJ two K. Um, he has a little bit better vision there. Um, but dude. McDaniels is playing games all week about this. I'm telling you, if you got superstars and they get activated off IR, yeah, play you play your yeah, stars. Play okay. Them. We said this again with Cooper Cup when he got activated, smashed the first week he came back. Let's let's just let's just, you know, play the studs. Don't outthink yourself yeah no i think that's fair i think that's fair okay we got a question
0: well more so a statement from vinny he's really stacked he's nine and one congratulations it's fantastic nice he lost mark andrews last night you and me both brother um his backups are trey mcbride and Taysom hill how is he looking? it that's great Perfect. in fact actually um i like to always have you know like a sleeper tight end up there i don't even know if, if trey mcbride is a sleeper tight end at this point but not anymore i'm definitely i'm definitely playing him this week i love his matchup this week so um yeah man, trey McBride, trey mcbride i would speech. be sh- i would be shocked
1: if he's not top three this week like, yeah. I'd be shocked if he's not top three tight end.
0: Yeah, so I, I like that. I, and Taysom Hill, listen, he can be unreliable, but he can also put up 25 to 30 points in a week if he just gets those goal line opportunities. And exactly. And that's a pretty good
1: situation shot. you got if you had Andrews, dude. You you did good. You did yeah. great. You, you, you absorbed yeah. that injury. You're going to be able to keep rolling without any misfire. That's awesome.
0: So yeah, cat for life. Of course, has the Miami Dolphins freaking symbol. So yeah, he's a little bit biased, but he's saying H N is number one this week. I think that's that's not wrong. That's not
1: wrong, dude. Um, dude uh, going against Vegas, come on, like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he's just gonna smash, dude. Like it's gonna be amazing. I'm so pumped. I've been waiting for this so bad in a couple leagues. I'm so excited, except especially for Banana Hammock League. Oh, oh yeah. boy, if H N stays healthy, oh boy, guys. Yeah, Vinny,
0: we appreciate you too. Thanks for jumping on, brother. Thanks for Thanks, the question. Bud. Um, okay, so just a few honorable mentions. This one's one that you mentioned, but I I think I'm gonna just throw it out there just for be a matter of time yep. here. So Jerome Ford going up against Pittsburgh, he's got a 54% start. I mean, Jerome Ford, I would classify him right around that like low end RB2. So if you've got a couple mm-hmm. RB twos, then yeah, it's, it's obviously a decision you have to make. I'm sitting him in one league, I'm starting him in a few other leagues. So Jerome Ford, I like that. Um 85 percent star rate, but at this point, you're starting Aaron Jones. He is apparently the only thing that's actually doing anything in that Green Bay offense right now. A um, guy, uh, Mike Yeager, was asking about how we feel about Christian Watson. Uh, I'm petrified, man.
1: I'm just it's right done. Now, it's so- over. It's over, dude. Like it's done for this year. I, I I don't see it happening. I really don't. I don't see any any kind of spark or nothing until I see one catch from Christian Watson of over 30 yards. His chemistry is not there, Um, like it's just it's just not what he you know that's what he does, and that's why Aaron Rodgers was special, dude. Like like people got to understand that's how Aaron Rodgers made Watson last year, like straight up. Why do you think I was? That's why I had Garrett Wilson ranked as wide receiver four to five in in this in redraft this year if aaron would have been freaking healthy it's just what it is like Shout so unfortunate heart, man. man uh but yeah. another smash of the week a huge smash this week brandon iuk is gonna absolutely yeah. take the tampa bay bucks to the cleaners uh carlton davis can't stop any last week didn't play last week um
0: yeah, it's 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 been rough. It's been rough for sure um, for Carlton Davis. So I love Brandon Ike this week. I think that's a smash start. And if you have got Ty Chandler, if it's it's not looking like uh, Alexander Madison is going to play. I mean, he has a concussion. Typically, we've seen most players miss that next week. Brock Purdy was, was an exception to that rule. But for the most part, they sit the, the next week. Um, Madison did have some limited practices this week, but I'm still not sold until they say he's activated. So I like Ty Chandler in that event. Hopefully you had him. He, Ty Chandler's been a player where I'll you know, i pick him up. I'll drop him in the next week. I'll pick him up. I'll drop him the next week. So if you have him, hopefully you kept him and you can start him this week. So that's it, brother. Anything else before we close up the show here? Another Another good one.
1: No, that's it. I apologize for some of the technical stuff. Uh, guys, I um, besides that, no, man. Good luck. Let's make this push to lead championships. This is what it's all about. Um the next cup, these next couple weeks are huge. Uh it's not over till it's over, guys. Like every single start. I mean, I had last week Mike D- Nick Dickinson, our boy absolutely destroyed me across the board. And I was projected winning those leagues by a lot in each of those weeks and he just smashed me so it doesn't matter what the projections say football is football that's why we love it it's crazy it's unpredictable have fun with it but keep pushing it's not over get into the tournament and win yourself some leagues guys that's what it's all about that's what it's all
0: about we have four more weeks of the regular season until it is the fantasy football playoffs man it's felt like the off season was forever. And then this wow. regular season comes and you blink so fast. and it's over. So just make sure you go and enjoy it for all of my American friends and colleagues, Brandon, Adam, happy Thanksgiving. I know this is a huge, huge thing for you folks down in the U S enjoy some football. There's going to be the, uh, the black Friday game as well. So it's going to be some football all weekend. Please be safe out there. Do not drink and drive. Do not do other substances and drive. If you need to, take cabs, use Ubers, use Lyfts, take your bike, walk, do anything, but do not drink and drive or do anything under the influence. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy them safely. But go out and crush some souls this weekend in Week 11 NFL. Check out DFSarmy.com. We're printing money over there, ladies and gentlemen. It's worth the price of admission. For Brandon, I'm Flex Shane, and we are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show Let's go baby that my teeth I got a lot of